Welcome to the Owning Your Sexual Self podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Main, awesome wife and dog mom for life. I'm a sex therapist turned sex coach, and I run a successful business selling relationship enhancement products. I absolutely love talking about all things sex. So you can expect this podcast to explore all things related to women's sexual health because that's what I'm here for. I'm here to help you discover and embrace what brings you pleasure so that you can own your sexual self. If that sounds good to you, then keep listening and let's fucking do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Owning Your Sexual Self. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe that this year is almost coming to an end. 2021 has been one one fuck of a year. (laughs) That's all I can say. One hell of a year, one fuck of a year. I feel like I'm walking out of 2021 with like two middle fingers tossed up in the air like, fuck off. You can just take, you know, you can move on. Ready for 2022 and all that I have coming up planned in my coaching business for you all. Uh, Thank you again so much to every one of you that followed this podcast continuously. Your support means honestly the world to me. I love hearing about your experiences after hearing these episodes. I love hearing your feedback and suggestions for future episodes. It truly does just bring my heart so much joy. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And as always, I want to remind you, if you're listening to this podcast or any podcast in the future, take a picture, take a screenshot. If you got it on your phone, if you're listening through your car, which that's usually how I'm listening to audio things, you know, audio books or podcasts, I like to take a picture of my screen in my car. Sometimes I'll screenshot it on my phone and I will post it to my Instagram story and I'll tag that person in it because being a creator myself, that is so meaningful, you guys. And if you can't monetarily help out somebody, like, you know, if you if you haven't yet invested in yourself in any of my coaching programs or anything like that, that's totally fine. I have a ton of free content for you all on the website. And then obviously this podcast is free to listen to. So it really means the world to myself and other creators out there when you can share the experiences and the takeaways that you have from listening to our things or taking our masterclasses and things like that. So Again, just an encouragement, if you're listening to this episode today or any of our other episodes, um, take a screenshot, post it on your social media, tag us because it truly, truly makes our day. And by doing so, you might, somebody else on your social media might see that they might then start listening to this podcast as well, which you know can be a life-changing experience for so many, especially if they're looking to kickstart their sexual self or figure out their sexual self or create a more intimate connection with their relationship or with their partner or with themselves, you know, this podcast really does offer so much to people. So you never know who might come across that. You never know who might then um, possibly sign up for coaching with me, or like I said, take advantage of all the free content. So I appreciate you all so, so, so much. And I know we only have two episodes left for 2021, which again is so crazy. And I, I hope that you are leaving this year with a better sex life, a better understanding of yourself, your sexuality, and all that that means to you. So without further ado, getting into this episode. So this episode was actually inspired by a conversation that I had with somebody that reached out to me on social media um, and the five love languages. So if th- this might be something that you've heard of before, and I'm shocked that I've never recorded a podcast about it. I looked back and maybe I did way, way in the beginning, but love languages can actually change over time. And your love language is basically how you want to receive love from your partner and also how you give love. 
So when you feel, if you're feeling like you're, again, disconnected from the people that you care about, you know, that can feel really lonely. If you're feeling like you're maybe in your relationship, you know, you just want to be held. You just want to be cuddled. You just want to be, um, you know, you want a back rub, you want a back scratch, you want hand holding. Maybe that's your love language. Maybe that, you know, physical touch is your love language. However, if your partner is constantly doing, um, let's see, doing like gift giving, right? So if your love language is physical touch, but your partner is constantly buying you gifts and showering you with gifts, that isn't as meaningful. Yes, you might appreciate those gifts. However, that's not how you are designed to be loved and that's not how you fully feel love. So the love languages is actually one of the tools that I use a lot with my couples that I work with and individuals that I work with. Um, This is a super easy quiz that you can go on and take the um, link to it. I'll have in the show notes, but it's very easy to find. If you Google love languages, it'll come up. There's an online quiz. There's a book around this. There's, I'm sure, a workbook around this. There's tons and tons of stuff. This has been around for a long time. But oftentimes when I mention it to people, they're like, oh, no, I never like heard of that, you know, like I like being loved because I know I'm being loved when we have sex. I'm like, no, no, no. (laughs) It's so much, it's so much more than that. And, you know, think about this in your relationship. If you only felt love when you were having sex with your partner, that probably doesn't really feel that good because the average people in the world are only having sex four to six times a month. So you only feel loved by your partner four to six times a month. That's, that's sad. You want to feel love all the time, most of the time, you know, and doing this love language quiz for yourself and your partner can really help you strengthen your connection and create a more powerful experience in your relationship. All right. So what are the five languages of love? So first you have your words of affirmation, then you have quality time, then you have acts of service, gifts, and physical touch. All right. So again, that was physical touch, gifts, acts of service, quality time, and words of affirmation. So in general, people are going to have one of these that they are going to dominate on. One of these is going to be their priority. Although in general, most people have and feel love a little bit from each of these five categories. However, when it comes to your relationships, either, then this can be with this is can be with your significant others, this can be with friends, this can be with family members. This really goes for everyone. I mean, in general, people just want to feel loved <laughs> by the people around them, right? And that can be in a platonic or non-platonic type of way. Okay. So if you're a words of affirmation person, the words of affirmation are really going to be those verbal acknowledgments of affection. This is going to include the frequent I love you's and compliments, words of appreciation, verbal encouragement. And often, you know, if you even want to inspire this through your digital world, right? So texting, texting and social media engagement, people that are words of affirmation, they love to get those, those texts throughout the day. Again, stating some of those things, the affection, the frequent I loves you, the words of appreciation. And it's especially meaningful when it just comes out of nowhere. Um, And then same thing on social media. So if you have somebody in your life that is maybe especially, I would use myself as an example, somebody that is really you know, has a powerful social media platform. Um, when they see, oh, let's see, let me give a good example here. <laughs> so on my birthday, on my birthday, you know, people will post on my Facebook wall, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. But the people that are most meaningful 
in my life, and typically I'm most meaningful in their life, they generally will take it a bit farther. Maybe they'll post some pictures. Maybe they'll tag me. Maybe they'll put a, a story series up saying, you know, happy birthday to me. So that's in those moments, if I was a word of affirmations person, um, which I am, words of affirmation is actually my second highest on love languages. So if the, I was that, if that was my number one, things like that would be so much that would mean so much to me, right? That I would feel so loved in those moments and seeing and feeling those things. So that's your words of affirmation. I think that one is pretty straightforward. Now, quality time, those people that are score high on the quality time, these people are going to feel most loved and most adored when their partner partner actively wants to spend time with them. Um, and, and really, it, this can be things going out of the house. This can be doing things at home. But it is more so, again, I mean, quality time. That is the definition of this love language. So this can also, this can be particularly very powerful when there is love being created through active listening, when there's eye contact, and when they feel that full presence between them and their partner. That really is going to be the hallmark of quality time in this type of relationship. So think of think of undivided attention with your special someone, no distractions from the TV, no distractions from phones or anything like that. It is that 100% quality time. And I will add, in my relationship regroup, this is another reason why Love Languages got inspired for this episode. I think I started to say I had somebody reach out to me that was struggling to create intimacy with his wife. Um, and I had asked, hey, have you, do you know what her love language is? Or have you ever taken the love language quiz? And they hadn't. So I was able to provide this resource to them and then give some guidance around exactly how to, how to provide love in the way that was her love language. And then also how he could also ask for love based on his love language, which is again, very helpful because oftentimes our partners, again, if they don't know our love language and they're doing something that doesn't align with our love language, then it's almost like, I don't want to say it's for no reason, but it's just not as effective. And so for couples that are really trying to establish more intimacy in their lives, really knowing the love language and loving based on the love language is such a game changer. So in my relationship regroup, which I am running a masterclass coming up this uh, Thursday, if you're listening to this in present time, uh, the masterclass is on December 16th here in 2021. Um, The replay of that I'm sure will be available on my website afterwards. Um, But the love languages is actually something that we capture inside my relationship regroup that I created. I wanted this is a conversation that's been ongoing in our marriage and really helping, you know, Danny, my husband understand, you know, my number one logo language is acts of service. So in doing our relationship regroup pretty solid over the last month and a half, we, one of the questions on the regroup is how did you feel loved by me this week? And we ask each other that, how did you feel loved by me this week? So it was, I think really an eye opener to him when when he asked me that question and my response was, well, I felt really loved by you this week when you cooked dinner on Thursday night. I felt loved by you when, you know, you, what did he do? You moved my car and you wiped the snow off of my car, you know, without me having to ask or or just, just because I felt loved by you when, you know, all these things, it it could be anything, but surrounding acts of service, I can't think of the other things that came up particularly that week. But that's, you know, that is the most meaningful thing to me when he does things. It's essentially like taking something off of my plate. Um, And that 
just means the world for me, especially coming from the entrepreneur standpoint and always having a thousand things to do. And I think most women, especially if you're a mom listening to this, you always have a thousand things going on, right? So that acts of service, which is number three here, the acts of services, you value your partner when they basically make life easy for you. Like I said, kind of taking something off of your plate. So it's like bringing them soup when they're sick, making them coffee in the morning, picking up a dry cleaner, you know, if, if you need to do that, if, especially if you know they had a busy day at work. Um, and especially if you know that they had a busy day at work, what are some other easy things that you could do? You could pick up around the house. You could make sure the kids are taken care of. You could, um, get dinner started or just cook dinner or say, Hey, you know, let's order, let's order out. I'll pick something on my way home. We don't need to worry about cooking tonight. Those would be in, those would be examples of acts of service. And this is specifically for people that believe that actions speak louder than words, um, which is interesting because I need the actions and the words because <laughs> I'm acts of service. And then words of affirmation is my number two. <laughs> But, and it's so interesting too, when you take this quiz, it will give you your percentage of each of the five love languages and where you fit. So number four on here is again, gifts. So gifts is a pretty straightforward love language, right? You like, you feel loved when people give to you. This is a visual symbol of, of love. And it's not so much about the monetary value. I want to make that um, clear here. It's more so the symbolic thought behind the item that is being gifted. Okay, so for someone that if you're listening to this and your partner is their number one love language is gifts, think it think of it as that way. Don't think of, oh my gosh, now I have to go out and break the bank. I always have to give them a gift all the time to make them feel loved. It's not, it's it's not like that. It's again, it's putting that thoughtful, thoughtfulness behind it, not so much the monetary value. This is, I think, really powerful for these people too, because you know, when you, when you received a thoughtful gift from somebody, right? Like we did presents with a couple friends last night and my best friend got one of our other friends, um, an escape room board game and they love escape rooms. They love going to escape rooms. That's like one of the things that they do as a couple. And my friend Jesse found this, it's essentially an escape room game that you can do at home. And you know, she opened that gift and this is a friend too that is super bougie, <laughs> uh, owns a ton of Louis Vuittons, like has always the best of the best, is always traveling. I mean, super spoiled, very, I mean, a well, well-off woman. And it's sometimes I think hard to buy for those people. But when she opened that gift, you could just see the love and satisfaction in her eyes. And she kept raving about how thoughtful that gift was. And I don't know if, if receiving gifts is her love language or not, but I just know my friend Jessie, she knocked the ball out of the park with that gift because it was super thoughtful. And, you know, that just goes such a, that just goes such a long way. It really does. And how awesome that this is <laughs> coming up right before Christmas too. <laughs> I actually found some um, gift ideas for you. Uh, I thought maybe that would be cool to share on this podcast since we are close to the holidays. And of course, gifts, you know, you can give gifts all year round, but I'm going to give you specific gift ideas based on each of the five love languages. All right. So your last love language is physical touch. And physical touch is pretty, again, straightforward. So people feel loved when they receive that physical sign of affection. So this can include kissing, holding hands, cuddling on the couch, and sex. And physical touch and, and intimacy can be incredibly, incredibly affirming and serve as a powerful emotional connector to people with this love language. So this really does root back actually to our childhood. And some people only felt deep affection and love by their parents when they were held, kissed, or touched. 
So if that was a, if that was that person's upbringing, it would maybe make sense that their physical, that their love language would be physical touch. So, and I want to say this, now, you know, all five love languages, and you might have had a thought when I read off one of these and thought, oh yeah, that's me. Don't assume that you know what your love language is, because once you take this quiz, you may be surprised by the quiz, honestly. Um, You may be surprised by your results, rather. And I remember my very first time taking this. I took it for, actually, as a, um, in my business, my um, sponsor at the time, she wanted me to take this because for our incentives and things, she wanted to start giving gifts that were more meaningful to, to her team members. And I remember doing the quiz for the first time. And, you know, when it starts to ask the gifts or the questions around receiving gifts, like there will be a question that um, you you feel most thought about when somebody somebody buys you a gift with meaning, when somebody takes time out of their day to um, do something for you. And so I remember thinking, my God, if I answer that, I would feel more loved by this. You know, I would feel more loved by receiving a gift from my partner versus my partner wanting to spend time cuddling me on the couch, like, I'm going to sound like a real asshole if I answer that. So, and I feel like my first time I took this, my answers were definitely skewed. And so I wanted to say, don't, don't get that asshole feeling out of your, <laughs> out of your mind as best as you can. Um, answer, answer, honestly, answer in the best way, you know, really, truly think about that. Um, and I think if you do have a partner, it is helpful to think about receiving love from that person specifically. Um, and there are different versions of this quiz. You can take it romantically. You can take it love languages for business, love languages for family. There's many different, um, kind of tweaks to it that you can go through. So essentially, that is your five languages of love. I hope that was really helpful for you. And then as promised, of course, I wanted to go ahead and give you some gift ideas. Again, if you're someone that listens to this in real time, we got two weeks until Christmas. But again, if you're listening to this after the fact, you can keep these gift ideas in in the mind for future holidays or birthdays or anniversaries and things like that. All right. So if somebody was a words of affirmation person, book highlights would be super, super thoughtful gift. So if you know somebody and you know that what their favorite book is, you could essentially create something. Maybe you want to create a poster that, it, you know, you could go on Etsy and do this and you want to create a poster that has all of the words of affirmation or helpful statements that you think that person might find helpful from their favorite book or from their favorite journal, from their favorite podcast or blog or something like that. Um, I loved this idea because I'm a big fan of Amanda Francis, the money queen, and I recently completed her course. And when you complete the course and you do your feedback form for it, she sends you a poster that is literally all of her words of affirmation around money and receiving money and being grateful for money and being deserving of money. And when I got that in the mail, it's literally like a poster and I've never really hung a poster ever before, you know, not since I've been an adult anyways. And I was so excited when that came in the mail. I was like, I'm definitely getting a frame for this. Like that, I know that was just a free gift and it meant nothing. But again, I'm words of affirmation is high on my list. So I love that. Plus it's just a powerful thing that I can have in my office. All right. If somebody is a quality time person, planning a staycation with them. Again, this doesn't have to be some extravagant thing. If you plan a staycation, maybe if you want to go, you know, order some room service, you want to order takeout, you want to play some board games that night. Um, you know, remember, quality time is that unplugged, undivided attention. So 
my example that I gave with my friends with getting that board game. Maybe one of them has quality time as their love language, and that would be the perfect opportunity for them to play that game together. All right. Um, a photo word portrait. This is, again, for somebody that has words of affirmation. Um, this is super cute. This is actually one thing that Danny did for me for our wedding anniversary. I think our first or second anniversary. He got our wedding picture, um, a, a one of our photos from our wedding. And then in the background of it was our wedding song. And that's what he gifted me for, I think it was our second year anniversary. And I love that. That hangs up in our house here. It's one of my favorite gifts that I've ever received. And that was just, I mean, that was super, super meaningful, right? All right. If somebody is physically a physical touch person, what about like a personalized blanket or a personalized pillow? Something that when you are engaging in that physical touch, something that you can wrap up in. Um, maybe you want to get them a nice fuzzy blanket or maybe a minky blanket, something like that. Um, it doesn't have to be personalized, but I thought a blanket or a pillow, that would be something super cute if you had a physical touch person. You could do those yard signs again for another uh, words of affirmation person. If you got a physical touch person, maybe one of those fun back scratchers that, you know, <laughs> we've all seen those before. They could scratch, you know, really, really far down in the back. It's like a self back scratcher. Uh, quality time person, you could go out and get one of those adventure challenges, something that you could stay at home. You could look up a ton of on Pinterest, a ton of DIY date night type of things. That would be a good idea for your quality time person. If you have a physical touch and a quality time person, maybe doing a cooking class together or a dancing class together, um, try a new workout class. I mean, something like that, something that you can do together that was going to involve the two of you touching. All right, receiving gifts, I think customize things when you are doing receiving gifts, customize anything is, I mean, a high, high priority. Again, remember, it's not so much about the monetary value. It's more so about the thought that came from receiving that gift. All right. And I don't want to go into too much detail, but I mean, dance lessons, you got um, different baths, you got a secret pillow pocket for words of affirmation. Um, you got a conversation starter guide for couples, an organizer, a planner for somebody that is acts of service. Um, maybe you want to provide them with a meal prep if it's acts of service, a oil change even. I mean, things like that. Again, taking something off of their plate, making their life easier is how they're going to best receive love. All right. So I hope this was helpful for you guys. Again, the love languages, the website is the number five lovelanguages.com. I'll link that in the show notes for you. But again, if you Google, super easy to find. Um, if you want to read the book, if you want to listen to the book, that is available. Um, however, I would say the, the quiz is going to be your easiest thing to do. It'll take you less than 10 minutes to do. And if it's something that you want to start acting on right away, I would highly recommend doing the quiz as, as soon as you can for you and your partner if you're in a relationship. And then talk about it afterwards, right? If you're feeling stumped, asking your partner, you know, hey, your acts of service, what would be some ideas of acts of service? Like, how can I help you? And I want to mention again that the masterclass, the relationship regroup masterclass is coming up this week. And um, the relationship regroup is really something that you're going to see me um, really maximize on for the next year. It's kind of my kind of my little baby <laughs> that I'm taking into the new year with me and I'm going to make this thing grow. And so the masterclass is really the first step to me kind of getting this into people's hands. So even if you're not able to make the masterclass um, in real time, the replay would be sent to you. You will get the downloadable version of my relationship regroup and it 
go, I mean, it, it is an amazing, amazing, amazing tool. Um, I imagine my podcast episode next week will maximize and, and capture in the full entirety of the relationship regroup. But I'd love to have you join me on the masterclass regardless. You, you'd you be the first to see it, if you will, <laughs> if you join the masterclass on Thursday. So anyways, guys, have a wonderful night. Thank you again for listening. Again, remember, if you listen to this, if you perhaps take the Love Languages quiz after listening to this, you get your results and you want to screenshot them, you want to tag them um, in, or tag me in them when you post them on social media. I would love to hear about that. And of course, I always welcome your feedback from any episode in how this impacted you and your relationship. So thanks again. Have a wonderful rest of your day and I will talk to y'all soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved it, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a thing. And if you loved it so fucking much, be sure to leave a five-star review. I'll see you next week. And until then, keep owning your sexual self.